Welcome back to the Unqualified Podcast with your hosts, Tim and Molly. And today we're going to be talking about sexy ankles. <laughs> no. No? <laughs> we I thought we were still on that. We still are not able to get over the fact that somebody submitted... That they love someone's ankles. Yeah, but okay, it's, all, it's all good. Yeah, it's you'll have to good. listen to the last one if, if you don't get it. But <laughs> Yeah, the last one was pretty interesting. <laughs> it was just about pet peeves and what we love. But anyways, no. Today we wanted to talk about the journey of careers and where it leads us. and How we got here. Yeah, how we got here. Why we do what we do. Yeah, like I just that. have been thinking about that a lot lately mm-hmm. because um, if you guys have not seen, I took some time off of Instagram and kind of just wanting to step back and see. Um, basically, it was God calling me back mm-hmm. and have me reflect more than um and put so much in um, to basically me and how I can build myself up rather than how I can build the kingdom of God up. So I took a step back from Instagram just for this month and going to see where it leads me. I still have a lot to go. But um, yeah, that, it's only we're recording on the 12th. The 12th, yeah. So you got 20. I had two weeks down. And so I have two more weeks to go. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's been great. But I'm going to do, we're going to do another episode on the reflections of September and how this has changed or how I feel the same. But right now um, we are doing the journey of careers, but we will talk about our weekly recap. We like to talk about that before we get into the episode. Um, Just now, Tim and I have our drink of choice. What's your drink of choice, Tim? My drink of choice, you picked this up for me. Yeah. Uh, This, it is a rain energy drink and it's orange dreamsicle. So Mm -hmm. it tastes just like those orange popsicles or those push-ups. Yeah. Oh, Very delicious. I don't like it personally because I don't like orange Did you try this? Yeah. Oh, you don't? I didn't try it today, but I tried it once and I like- You don't like the- Orange no. popsicles? No, remember I've, I'm like I think I'm like allergic to orange flavoring. I don't know because it gives me a headache every time I I eat it. Remember I told you that? Uh, like I can't drink Fanta or like any. I can eat oranges and right. stuff like that, but like I can't Fanta. eat orange flavoring. Mm-hmm. I remember that, and I've been like that ever since I was a kid. Like Did I you? love Sunny D, but I can't drink it. Did you have an orange popsicle in the hospital? No, because I didn't want it. What did you have? Blue and I had blue and something that makes purple. Maybe I did have. I an think orange. you had one because okay, it, maybe I did have you an puked, But I puked. You so. vomited purple. <laughs> so that's what I remember from Arrow's birth. <laughs> I think it was blue and orange. Yep. Okay. You might be right, but at that point, it was desperate to eat anything. Well, yeah, but, you're gonna have a headache anyway, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> More than a headache. <laughs> but yeah, so and then I made myself an iced coffee from my morning brew. I decided to take the leftover. You do that a lot, though. Don't I do. You, you yeah. take the coffee you make in the morning and. And turn it into iced coffee, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, cool. yeah, I mean, I don't know what made me change that, but it's kind of rowing. Like, I have two kids now, so I have to stay up <laughs> yep. and take care of stuff. I usually take naps, actually. I'll be 100% honest. Well, less now than, than when I did when Rowan he was a newborn, was, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, anyways, I have my iced coffee. I put whipped cream, and I got a new uh, creamer, and I'm not a big fan of it. It's a mocha and hazelnut one from starbucks and i don't really like it okay but anyways i'm not a big like mocha person but um this past week tim sanders he has been 
off the charts with his YouTube. Yeah. If you guys have anybody that's like interested in like gaming or like war games on YouTube, check out his or check out his uh, YouTube. It's called Tacti Gamer. It's really he he does awesome. I mean, how many subscribers do you have right, right now? Right now. 19,550. And that has blown up. You had like 5,000 subscribers in yeah. like July. Yeah. Like and you hit 5,000 subscribers. Yep. Yep. And so it's just been crazy. The last 30 days I've gained like 10,000 yeah. subscribers. It's been crazy. It's been awesome. He it's doesn't. Been, I'm thankful. He does not talk about himself at all ever. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to give you that little bit of Well, a thanks, plug. babe. Now, <laughs> now everybody will subscribe and I'll get to 19,552. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry i laugh into the microphone gosh but um no and then another thing our, our little boys are just growing up yeah we, i mean that's been something else that i've really like stopped and looked at and our boys are just huge arrow's wearing 3t now that's what someone at church said she uh spencer um harry yeah yeah she said uh she's like oh my goodness i didn't expect him to be that big yeah Arrow. Well, she's talking about Arrow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. He looks like a four year old. <laughs> he really does. He he does look like a four year old. And little Rowan is he just finally cut that stinking tooth. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't really know. What did we do this past week? Oh, we got together with friends we haven't seen for four years. Yeah. Austin, Jenna, if you're listening, hello. Thank you for hello. accepting for, us yeah. again. Thanks for allowing us Goodness. to be your friends still. Yeah. But we got together with them and it was really, really just life giving, I think, personally uh -huh. for me. And I know you loved Austin and you guys were roommates together. And, yeah. Um, I painted this past week. My mom's you, you house. You painted hardcore. You didn't yeah. just paint. You painted hardcore, yeah. baby. We painted and let's see. We're going to go back over and paint tonight. Um, yeah. We went to church. We've been loving going to church. And yeah, uh, it's been it's been really really nice to finally get back to church. And yeah. We wanna we wanna take this time to shout out Amy. Yeah. Miss Amy. Miss Amy. Mrs. Amy. Amy. We don't know. Ms. Ms. We'll go by Ms. Ms. Amy. Amy she who, who uh, runs the two year olds at church. Yeah. She's the one that she like got us. Our lives. Yeah. The she, Lord literally. literally put her in our path. She's like, Well, look, just bring him in. It'll be fine. She He'll trained cry. us. Yeah, exactly. Because we, we the training. Yeah, so we actually dropped Arrow off. And in the nursery, which we completely get it, nurseries are like babies. And Arrow mm -hmm. was literally like as big as a four-year-old in yep. the nursery. So we decided to to put him back. He, we uh, stepped him up in the classroom, uh, age two. And we did that a little bit early. And um, me and Tim dropped him off and we're like, okay, listen, we're going to, we'll come back in five minutes, see how mm -hmm. everything is. Mm -hmm. And she, she let Arrow go in and he was crying and another helper was taking him. Mm -hmm. And she's like, here, come here. She took us out in the hallway so gently. She was like, I'll tell you what, I'm a preschool teacher. And so <laughs> you're, this is what we're going to do. You guys go to church. You, you sit in the, um, just sit in the service. You're not going to check on him. Unless he gets really bad, you're not going to check on him. And then next week, he'll he'll cry for five minutes, mm -hmm. and you'll be in church the whole time. Yep. And the next week after that, he'll be good. And he cried for only like ten minutes that week for the Maybe. first time ever. I mean, and then he was fine. And now he like he he will say to us, "Mommy, Daddy, come." But then as soon as he sees the classroom, he just it's like he gets nervous yeah. going up to it. And then once he gets there, he doesn't even say he bye. Just, no, he just he runs. Just takes off. Yeah, and it's the oh, it's the best. It yeah. is. Like uh, we walked into church that first day and I, and we took communion that day 
And like, again, like communion means a lot to Mm -hmm. us as Christians, Mm -hmm. but it, it gave me a whole new meaning Yeah. (laughs) after not, like, I want to say we were not regularly in church for a year. Probably. Yeah. Since, I mean, since COVID, everything's been, been way up and down. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was pregnant with Rowan puking throughout the night and it was always Saturday night was one of my roughest nights. Yep. And so, oh. I would just <laughs> thank you, Ms. Amy. Yes, Ms. Amy, <laughs> shout out to you. But we are going to um, continue to this episode and talk about our journey through our careers mm-hmm. and journey through, like, I don't know, what we wanted to be when we grew up. So, um, Tim, what was the first thing that you wanted to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a, well, I wanted to be like Steve Irwin. Mm-hmm. So he he was like a... a zoo i mean basically a zookeeper but like a pest control guy yeah. in australia which pests in australia are just you guys all gators know, and the snakes man. and stuff yeah oh yeah he the crocodile hunter yeah croc hunter yeah, yeah. and so uh, i wanted to be that or a naturalist which like mm-hmm. just i just wanted to be out in nature i wanted to be uh playing with animals the whole time i i don't know what i wanted to do to what i thought it would be like mm-hmm. i mean i just thought it would be cool to be in nature all the time so that was my plan. I do the exact opposite now. Which is funny because, I, so if you guys know me and Tim's story, we actually met over Facebook. We grew up in the same um, city, never met each other. Mm-hmm. We're six years apart. And so when we got engaged and everything, our we dated for like four months, got engaged, and we had a nine-month engagement and then got married. Mm-hmm. So we really didn't know a whole lot about each other. And one of the games of the bridal party was what was Tim, what it was, what did Tim want to be when he grew up? And I had zero clue. I like literally had no idea. And then uh, the answer was Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? How am I supposed to guess Steve Irwin? You should have known. <laughs> No, I was so embarrassed because I got like them all wrong because we barely knew each other. Yeah, we just kissed a lot. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> but anyway, still do. <laughs> um. So, is was there any other career like when you grew up more? Like, what did you want to anything Dude, else I, evolve when, or anything? When I tore my well in high school when I was seventeen, I tore my ACL. So I was like, I'll go to Finley and be a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. And then I failed that because <laughs> I, I cheated. You didn't care. I, yeah. Well, oh I didn't yeah, you care. cheated. I forgot. I cheated in in. Uh, well, I helped someone cheat. I was the cheaty, not the cheater, because I gave him my uh, computer science homework. But uh, whatever. Shame on you. So now I'm an occupational therapist. Yeah. I did not expect to be cleaning rear ends and. Yeah, getting people dressed for for my work, but it is what it is. (laughs) What about you, Molly Ann? What did you want to be when you grew up? So I think I told this story before, but when I was four, we had like a little get to know me better in uh, children's church. Okay, so like they would read a card, and like the kids would guess which one said this or whatever. And um, so I was the kid of the week, and I. The Put, kid of the week. How'd you earn that one? I don't know. There was like 10 of us. 10 so like, kids of the week every week? No. <laughs> Tim. What? Anyways, let's go. Listen. So I said my career, I wanted to be a mommy. <laughs> that was the first thing I ever wanted to be was a mommy because I had a stay-at-home mom. So mm-hmm. like I just thought it was so cool that my mom stayed home and took care of us. Um, but then 
as I grew up, I wanted to be a dog groomer. I wanted to be a lot of things. I wanted to be a dog groomer really bad. Mm -hmm. I even wanted, like, I asked them when I was, like, seven at the dog groomers if I could work for them. And I was too young, obviously, Mm -hmm. because I wanted to, like, wash dogs and stuff. And then I wanted to be a vet tech. Um, And then I think... That's when I wanted to be, I was thinking about being a groomer again, and then I wanted to do hair. So you wanted to be a people groomer? Yeah, I wanted to be a people groomer, exactly. Okay, all right. Um, I think that's it, though. I don't think I wanted to be anything else. Um, I always thought it would be interesting or, like, cool to own my own wedding boutique. Mm-hmm. So, like, have that's a right. wedding dress shop, which I still, that well, would be. Well, that, and then also, like, a clothing a boutique, yeah. Clothing boutique, but also, yeah. didn't you want to, like, have a wedding venue as well mm-hmm. and then an interior designer yeah, i there was i mean if it, if you guys can tell i'm a creative soul you, you've got a creative i heart. have a lot of creativity in me so i was never like one that was like i want to be a doctor and like pursued it mm-hmm. or like i want to be a nurse and like had high goals i was just like What's something that I can do that I can easily get out of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I get bored. Yeah. yeah. So, I, it's seriously, I mean, my career path shaped um, how I could, like, take time and be a mom. So, um, I think when I got to high school, I remember we were in computer class and we were supposed to see like okay what what job do you want when you're older how much are you going to make in the year and like they wanted us to see like and then present like what we wanted to be Mm -hmm. how much we were going to make and so I saw that vet tech which is a lot harder than being a hairstylist Mm -hmm. made the same amount as being a hairstylist in a year Mm -hmm. so I was like oh man I don't want to go to that much they had they both go to like trade schools yeah um but that's a lot harder than being a hairstylist. So yeah. I decided I didn't want to <laughs> drain anal glands. Yeah. And versus I'd rather just scrub people's heads. Yeah. So yeah, I decided to go to cosmetology school and then yeah, I decided to stop being a cosmetologist to be a mama. You know, fun fact, before our dogs before our one dog needed mm. his anal glands we should bleep cleaned that out. or emptied or I I, I didn't <laughs> know there were such things as anal glands. <laughs> Not not the slightest clue. Do people have anal glands? I don't know. Yeah, probably. What? I, what's a gland? What's the anal gland? I don't know. We got to stop saying that word. I'm though. sorry. Anal. So my mom, she actually asked me, she said, D- do any of your dogs get that claimed at the groomer? Because my groomer like just had to do that to Poppy. And I was like, oh, yeah, Benji does it at least two to three times a year. So sorry. I always tip Maddie extra good whenever she does it. Sorry, I'm like, Maddie. Ugh. Ew. So you have to deal with that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so I decided to be a mommy. And yeah, I just, there's always been this part of my brain that like, okay, what's the next thing I can mm-hmm. do? What's the next thing? But uh, well, now it's now what you're doing is you, you're you you're a mommy for sure, but you want, you feel like you want to dive into something else. I just want to, like, there's a creative part of my brain that's just like, dying Mm -hmm. to like do something with my hands Mm -hmm. or just but we'll dive deeper into that in a bit okay um the next question is did we work as teenagers so tim sanders did you ever have like what was your first job my very very first job well when i was in actually i was in middle school my very first job i worked at a pet store and i cleaned up for two hours on saturday made 20 bucks uh 
and and that was it. I I remember going in, sweeping up the birds' rooms, sweeping out the, changing some things. I don't I don't remember exactly. I guess, but I I can remember sweeping up the bird room a lot because the vacuum makes that that sound that's so satisfying when it's picking up yeah bird seed. <laughs> Yeah, you guys know what I'm you talking about. You still love doing that. In oh our gosh, house. I, lo- I don't know we why do that's rice so... bins. And yeah, bins. exactly. I'm I'm just praying for arrow to spill rice. So you can. I don't know why that sound is, is just is so. Great. You're like, this is working. Yeah, fantastic. So um, yeah, but did you have any other jobs throughout your teenage years? Um, in high school, I had one job. Like I think during my senior year, and it was uh, I, I worked at a the peak fitness oh yeah and i cleaned up there for a couple hours yeah that was a gym so i cleaned up there i was front desk i didn't do anything most of the time Mm -hmm. i i played on my phone yeah uh or our ipad or whatever i had at that point which whatever that was like what did you do to play on your phone they were like no no i okay yeah i played baseball on my phone i had a i remember i had a cracked uh, that's funny iphone like i had a jailbroken one and i oh would, yeah or iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah oh my gosh and so then i would just i download games and then mm-hmm. i just play them there and then new management took over and i think he he Probably was fired you he was just waiting for me to get out of there because i wasn't doing anything he put like automatic openings on the doors and stuff so like i didn't even need to be i didn't even need to sign people up yeah it was easy yeah so he was tim was done after that <laughs> <laughs> and then in college, did you have you had a couple of jobs? Yeah, in college, I had I had you? a few jobs. I mean, I was I worked in the computer lab a lot, which worked as a loose term because yeah. I just played on the computer there. And I was a an, an RA, a resident assistant, so I was in charge of like a floor. You were a sexy nerd. I was a sexy nerd. Got called a sexy nerd by some by a drunk guy, some drunk football player. Yeah, because yeah, I came out and yelled at him with my shirt off because I was it- sleeping. Because I had a track meet the next day, yeah. and then I was I was I ran track, and then I was a GA too, and I, I a graduate. You were a assistant. coach, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that a GA? That's a GA, okay. graduate assistant. Yeah. So when I was done running, they hired me on as a graduate assistant mm-hmm. and paid for some of my school and yeah. got a nice little paycheck for that. So oh, and I worked at, at for the church. I was oh, the yeah, yeah. the college ministry intern for a while. Okay. So for like a year. Yeah, you had a journey through your little careers. Yeah, yeah. So I did work. I wasn't completely lazy, mm-hmm. but um, when I was growing up, my first job ever, I was a babysitter. So I put flyers out at my church and mm-hmm. like made little like pull off tabs at mm-hmm. the bottom and put my phone number, which was my home phone number, and I remember like one person decided to let me watch their kids but she was gonna be home at the time but she had seven kids uh-huh so like she wanted me to like basically occupy them i was probably like 11 or 12 really and, like, my mom dropped me off in the morning really yeah. and i so like i would help with nap time or like i'd help like play with the kids make sure they didn't go and i remember the oldest kid was like a year younger than me so she basically did it probably because she was like, this girl had, has, hasn't had any pics. Yeah. <laughs> There's nobody. Probably. So she was so nice. And uh, so I helped her. And I actually learned a lot from her. Um, I accidentally changed a diaper backwards mm-hmm. when I was babysitting for her. And she's like, hey, I just want you to know, like, you did a great job changing it backwards, but this is how it's supposed to go. So, like, she helped really shape my babysitting career. Uh-huh. And then I was a babysitter from 15 and up. 
And while I was a babysitter, so I, I babysat all the way through the summer. Like uh-huh. I'd go there at 7 a.m. and be done at 5 in the evening from Monday through Friday. So I babysat all that time. And it was it was actually a lot of work because it was three to four kids I'd babysit. And they were a family. They were kind of nuts. <laughs> it's hard for me to even imagine that with you for some reason. I was 15 when like, I did that. Well, maybe it's hard for me to imagine you that young. Yeah. Just because I didn't meet you till later. Yeah. So I was 15 when I did that. So they would pick me up. The mom would pick me up in the morning. And I just remember like just rolling out of bed, brushing my teeth and going over because they didn't care what I looked like. And then, um, then I would work at the creamery too. So I worked at the creamery in Delphus. And I worked there. I did not like that. That was not fun for me. <laughs> there was a lot of drama mm-hmm. there. And so... Because it's a bunch of girls. And yeah. That's just what was, happens. Yeah. A bunch of young girls just working together. Yeah, it was too so, much. Everyone's so, talking about somebody. Exactly. So I think I worked there for four months. And uh-huh. then I quit. And I worked at McDonald's. So I worked at McDonald's after the creamery. And McDonald's changed my view for a lot of service jobs because I'm like, oh, my gosh, these people, these poor people. Because, like, I told you guys, I got a hamburger thrown at me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Pickles. <laughs> Those dumb pickles, old man. Which was crazy. So I then I worked, I quit uh, McDonald's, and then I worked for the people that I babysat. They opened a business, like a bounce house business. So, like, there is this, like, you go, kind of like Sky Zone, um, you go and jump on a bunch of bounce houses. So like I was a party coach, it was what they called it. So I head up parties and I'm telling you guys, if anybody like Chuck E. Cheese, imagine Chuck E. Cheese. So if the person, <laughs> the okay. person is there and about to sing happy birthday to your kid, join in with them. Cause <laughs> I'm going to say 85% of the time I would be the only one singing happy birthday to this stinking kid. And I was like, what are you guys doing? But that was pretty cool. I really liked that job. Very fun um but then i decided to work at the mall and i worked at crazy eights um which is a children's clothing brand and i think they shut down completely it was another offline of gymboree which is carter's too yeah so um i worked there for like two months and then i saw there was a women's boutique coming um coming in a few months so i was like i'm gonna just apply there without knowing my manager from Crazy Eights was going to be at Francesca's. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I worked. And so I applied there without telling anybody at Crazy Eights. And then she texted me. And she's like, hey, did you apply for Francesca's? I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, you got the job because now I'm going to be the manager over there. So <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Just imagine. Like, I could have gotten in trouble. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, I worked at Francesca's for like four years. I worked there through cosmetology school. And, yeah, I was a you manager. You worked a lot. When you were going to school, you worked a ton. I worked so much. It was actually a lot. I I went to school from 7.30 a.m. until 5, and then I'd go to work 5 to 9 at Francesca's. Imagine trying to do that now. I don't. I don't want to imagine. That was actually very hard. But <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I worked in a um, women's boutique, and then once I became a mama, I decided to stay home, but then I did go to work for... Oh, I was a cosmetologist, too. Yeah. So I worked in cosmetology um, for two years and then became a mama. And then the cosmetology salon that I worked for, they called me and they're like, hey, do you want to be our receptionist two days a week? So I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I decided once we had two babies, I was just going to stay home because yep. it was a lot of work to go for two days a week. Mm-hmm. So that is my job. <laughs> 
description. I have a lot of references. You, you have bounced around. <laughs> I have bounced around. And I mean, that's my personality. <laughs> yes, that's true. But I stayed at Francesca's probably the longest. Yeah. And I loved working at Francesca's. Mm-hmm. It was not fun because it was a mall. But other than that, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So now that we know our job career paths, um, how do you think that affected you to where you are now. So like how did that shape you and like did it help you grow into a better employer or do you think that it had no effect? Oh gosh, on I don't know. I forgot to actually I forgot to say I did have one job in a factory. I worked third shift spraying potatoes off of machines there at our um uh, Lakeview Farms. Lakeview Farms. Yep, 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 yep. And <laughs> I the, <laughs> you went on vacation, didn't you? And you're like, yeah, I'm not coming I, back. <laughs> I, yep. Well, no, they t- they told me not to come back. So I I went on vacation, <laughs> like, well, because I okay. Look, I'm a I'm a 18 year old kid. I worked maybe third even 17. Shift. I worked third shift only on the weekends. Yeah, that's all I did. And so like they they're like, well, hey, uh, well, cause, so I took a two week vacation. I didn't come in for two weekends, and then I called and I was like, "Hey, just wanted to know like what my schedule looks like. Uh, I'm I'm back from vacation now." And he's like, "Yo, well, we actually we're we're kind of all right. We I don't think we'll need you to come in." So I I softly got fired. <laughs> I know I don't think I ever got fired from a job about either. That. <laughs> but that nothing has. I mean, I just wouldn't want to do a factory oh, yeah. job again. But yeah. nothing has really. From as far as I can tell, nothing has carried over because most of my jobs have been absolutely nothing. Like that I've been gotten true. paid for for nothing. Yeah. Um. Uh. Maybe maybe some for coaching. Yeah, I would but, say coaching. But that's that's about it. Yeah. So, um, I personally think that it shaped me a lot. Um, I was never in sports though, so I think sports probably had a bigger effect on you and like staying committed mm-hmm. to something. But I was never really per se in sports like i never really got into them wait does that mean that you you did you don't really know how to commit to things yeah i'm not very good at committing <sighs> to marriages Crap. babies stuff like that boogers <laughs> but no um i think that it really helped like shape me personally because i mean i've always had a really strong work ethic mm-hmm. and not per se in like keeping a job but like always wanting to do something Mm -hmm. or getting my hands dirty and stuff like that so I think that really helped me as a child have responsibility because like I said I never did sports Mm -hmm. so like my parents actually they either wanted us to have a job or play sports so like my sister really never had a job but she did play sports and my brother and me were the ones that worked because we didn't really like to play sports so so I think personally that helped me um like create relationships and know how to fail at something and it be okay. Or um, just always try to conform into another, like what people need and be responsible that way. I also decided when I got, when I started working at Crazy Eights, that's when I actually bought my first car. Um, That's right. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. That big old blue Jeep, I loved it. The nitro, if you guys know what a nitro is. That's, that's that thing the one the sander went through. Oh, I loved that car. I just told him today, I just told you today, I would still have that car if it had air conditioning. Yep. And, you know, the back window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think that it really, truly did shape me into who I am now, especially being a babysitter. But Well, good. Yeah. Um. So... Would you say that you are more creative or would you say that you're more of a like a type A thinker? 
Um, like a planner, organizer. So I don't know, actually, because I, I used to think I was pretty, pretty structured. And I mean, I, there are some parts of that that I, like I plan out everything. But uh, I feel like I'm pretty creative, too, because I, I with those videos, I do fancy things with them. And I think of how I want to lay them out and I write the script in that way. So I don't know. Yeah, I think there is a creative part of you, but I think that you are more type A than I am. You think so? I think so, because you have to have like a script for your videos and like know exactly what it's going to be and all that. And I can just like, let's say this, I can sit down and think of any topic to do for the podcast. Like it doesn't matter to me. I don't really need an outline. My workflow would be so much easier if I could just do that. Yeah, I know you said that a ton because I I did that podcast about me talking about when I was... I, I sat down and did a podcast by myself, and uh-huh. you're like, you talked for an hour straight with no script. Really, I should know that that's not like that big of a surprise, but <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but I would say I'm definitely more the creative one in our marriage, and I think that's why I do better at like, let's go on date nights, let's do this, let's be spontaneous. Um, because you are very much a planner, mm-hmm. and like even like you said, when Arrow was a baby. We never really went anywhere because I was like, hey, let's go here. And you're like, it's six o'clock. It's so an hour till bedtime. And we'd be like, oh, yeah, like we'd have to. I don't know. We always just had to have a plan for something. I think mm-hmm. that you've grown in that area of not having to be so structured. I've but... just shut my mouth more. Yeah, but I can Cause... tell because <laughs> yesterday you were grumpy. Well, yesterday <laughs> we because we went at 645. Yeah, well, <laughs> to the. Whatever. We went to get coffee. (laughs) And then we gawked. Yeah, for some reason. But Errol likes it. Okay. (laughs) So, um, this one, would you consider yourself creative? Which I personally, I would consider you creative. Would you consider yourself creative? Yeah, I love it. And you know what? I I thrive off doing it, too. Mm -hmm, Like, I feel... I feel so good about the videos and stuff that, that I make. Like, I enjoy... Throwing in like dad humor and um, just goofiness <laughs> and jokes, and I, I like setting up shots. And mm-hmm. a lot of the time, if I don't get the perfect one, I get very frustrated. Uh, but one of the scripts, I was down here in the basement because Tim set up my computer. But I was down here in the basement with him. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna record real quick." So and shut he your mouth. Said, That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said it just like that, too. No, but he was talking about one of his friends from Florida. He said, he's one of your Florida man headlines. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. And he said it so serious. Like, So, like, he has very, if you watch The Office, it's very dry humor in his videos. And I, that's, like, my favorite part of your videos. Like, well, you just throw in, like, you, you almost have to really be paying attention uh-huh. to, like, hear the joke. I try to. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I think you're definitely, I think everybody really needs a creative um, Mm -hmm. outlet. And I think that's like both of us, um, you really needed it. Like when we were first married, like I said, you were pouring into our house projects, you were pouring into my projects, but you were not pouring into yourself at all. Yeah. And you really needed that creativity part to get out of your everyday wiping people's butts and doing all that stuff. Yep. And then you came home and you served me. So you were going and serving the public, coming home and serving me, and then didn't have any time for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that definitely, that I think tough. that helped form 
who you are as a dad, who yeah. you are as a husband, because you took time for yourself. So yeah. we have a whole podcast about that as well. I can't remember what that one is called, but beats me, man. I think pursuing each other's dreams or like dreaming together. That's oh, you what the mean podcast like is three, called. three podcasts ago or something? Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. We had a podcast about that, and it, it was actually one of our most one that we got feedback on. So that was really nice. But um, yeah, I think that has helped you become mm-hmm. a better dad and taking yeah. breaks for ourselves. And yep. I read. Um, that sounds fun with Annie F. Down. She was talking about how like we all need a hobby. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she recommends is sitting down and thinking about what you did for fun as a child. Mm-hmm. What, what is something that you did fun as a child? Uh, did mean, you play video games? I did. I played a lot of video games. I had an old Nintendo and I had like a black and white TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I played Super Mario, which yeah. is... Uh, Everyone knows what Super yeah, Mario yeah. is. And uh, just played it on my black and white TV. And <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Play Tetris on it too. Yeah, that was fun. Did you play any war games when you were younger, or like get into guns when you were younger? Um, I mean, I'm sure I liked that stuff when I was actually. Yeah, I played an old original Ghost Recon. I I played a James Bond one once. <laughs> um, like I would get up super. It was actually it's funny because before school i would get up like an hour and a half before school so i could play this game before that I went sounds to school. very familiar that sounds very familiar well yeah. there you go yeah well that makes sense we then. just traced one back yeah. that's <laughs> funny i didn't realize that yeah i totally forgot about that <laughs> yeah so she was talking about like what you did for fun as a child and like i was thinking and like i'm so mod podge about every single mm-hmm. thing like I just did. I used to wash puppies for fun. Like I do mm-hmm. that stuff or like act like it was a vet or just whatever I wanted to be at that moment. I would always pursue that. And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's what I do now to this day. So um, going into some of the things that we were talking about is the reason I like brought up this topic is because um, as a creative, I would say and as a person who quote unquote doesn't have a career mm-hmm. um i would say it's very hard in this society to think that you have something to say or that you have something to pour into people or like your voice is valuable enough because i think college is so pressed on people mm-hmm. and so um i don't know it's just if you don't have per se a career you're almost looked down on. Hundred percent. Like you, you, you are, you are considered uneducated. Exactly. Which is stupid. So <laughs> there's the most educated people make the dumbest decisions. So it's it's whatever though. But um, being a creative person, I have really thought about this because I think this is one of the reasons I stepped back from Instagram too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have so many ideas in my mind and I can never really tap it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, it almost makes me feel like not as valuable as Mm -hmm. other people or like, what am I supposed to be doing? But I realized that like, it's almost a blessing because like, I just want to, I have a capacity to think and create that other people don't. Uh And I don't know if people like in the streamline, like struggle to be creative and they think about, oh, I wish I was more creative. But, um, I think a creative person almost struggles being taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and something like the, here's a list of things that I've thought about doing. Okay. You t- you, <laughs> let's, let's, 
We got some time? Yeah. Yeah, we got some time. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> Tim, I think throughout, this has been throughout probably the last year or when we've been married. So, these are the things that I have wanted to do. I've wanted to start my own boutique. <laughs> Several wanted, times. Mm-hmm, I've wanted to start blogging. Mm-hmm. So, I, I did do that. Tim helped me do that. I wanted to start my own photography business. So, Tim bought me a um, camera. Mm-hmm. We use that quite a lot for traveling and stuff. Sometimes, yeah. And I still like taking pictures. Um, I started my own t-shirt and onesie shop. <laughs> <laughs> I started a sign shop. <laughs> and... um. Those are a couple of things. And then, like, I was a cosmetologist as well. Mm-hmm. But those are the things that I, like, wanted to do slash did start. And um, I used to think it was really a curse, honestly, on mm-hmm. me. But now I'm starting to, like, see, you know what? Like, I'm just, like, a modge podge of wanting to create things. Mm-hmm. And I think also we talked about this, like, about how it's – like my brain is really going to thrive homeschooling mm-hmm. because I'm going to be able to create things and like yep. create new things uh, with that. But I don't know. It's just been like something that's been on the forefront of my mind. Like, man, some people would really want to be a creative. And mm-hmm. um, if you are a creative, like don't think of yourself as any less than what you are because mm-hmm. Just because you jump from different things to different things doesn't mean you're any less valuable. And um, I used to really struggle with that. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I think I, I think it's it's awesome how creative you are because I, I see you mentioned that you're going to be really good at homeschooling. And I, I mean, I think that's true for sure, because even now you do things that are just cr- creative with with Arrow and with Rowan where you. Well, you put rice in a bin. Mm-hmm. You just thought about that for like sensory things and for digging because mm-hmm. Arrow likes to dig. And I'm just like, wow, like that's <laughs> a, I wouldn't have thought of that. So like that, that's one of the things God is using in you to just make you an awesome mom. Well, thank you. It's just really cool. I mean, it, it's really great. And you, I don't know what you're, where you're going the next year or two i mean i know that you want to do some creative stuff but it's fun to see you work it's fun to see and it's it's really fun to see you thrive too because mm-hmm. you get something done what'd you do the other day that you're just like oh you you got a sign done in our room or something oh, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. and you're just like man i just feel really good mm-hmm. about that and i like that I and mean, i learned it, how to make a tassel <laughs> you learn how to make tassels exactly and there goes sandcastle because <laughs> he knew it was old mm-hmm. so he's like sandcastle mommy mm-hmm. and i said no that's a tassel and then he laughed he said tassel mommy <laughs> so i'm just i'm excited to to see where that goes and like we have a ton of resources for you for to to pursue that it's just what you want to do consistently yeah. and i think what's tough for you is your brain just bounces around so much that you think you want to do so- well, like you said, you've you've wanted to do a ton of different things. Yeah, and like I don't want to start a boutique and then be like, oh, well, I'm good. Yeah, well, yeah, because that's kind of a it is big, a big investment. Yeah. You know, it's a big <laughs> time consumer there, so it's it's hard and and it's difficult to know how much you'll be able to do, mm-hmm, exactly. especially in the next two years with our boys getting older mm-hmm. and you taking care of them. I mean, because they are my. First priority. Right, right, right. And uh, that is something that I've also had to struggle with is because I'm like, oh, 
Like I really, I don't know. It was very nice, honestly, mm-hmm. having a job and going somewhere. But I also like I saw how much Arrow thrived with me being at home and how much he learned with me being at home. Mm-hmm. And like I would have never thought to do rice if I weren't at home. Like mm-hmm. I got to learn what he needed, and also like. It, Rowan loves the Orbeez and like he's also learning not to put everything in his mouth so like it's very nice to see them develop and see what they need Mm -hmm. so like there's one part of me that's like oh I would love to go and like help like at a wedding boutique or Mm -hmm. something like that like a wedding dress shop or something and like see that creative part of me but there's also another part that's like just calling me home more than anything Mm -hmm. and I'm just like I said, I'm just taking the September and even I know that I'm I'm going to be more um, in tune with where I want to be mm-hmm. by taking this time and seeing like, OK, maybe you do want to start a boutique or maybe you do want to do this mm-hmm. or maybe honestly, you just want to do modge podge things. Yeah, because the other day I helped paint my parents front door and I helped like they hired me to paint their house. Right. And like. If you would have asked me that a couple years ago, like I would have had never had the confidence to say I can I mm-hmm. can paint your house, even though I know I'm good enough to. But like I never really had the confidence to say that I was a creative person mm-hmm. until I started like seeing, OK, this is not a curse. Like you're not stupid. You just have that creative side of your brain mm-hmm. that's more involved than other people's logical side, which is a blessing and a curse yep. just like the other person is. So I just wanted to take this time to encourage either one. Like, I think that personally you're more logical than I am way more logical. hundred percent. But you, you do you have are that creative super side. irrational. <laughs> yeah. No joke. <laughs> no, that's it's not far from the truth. I mean, <laughs> I just, cry a lot. Well, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> but I just wanted to take the time to like, whether you are a very logical person and you have, you're a doctor or you have a very like nine to five job Mm -hmm. and you thrive with that. That's awesome. But it also, if you have a creative mind and you are always bouncing from job to job or like you're, you're finding yourself wanting to do more or wanting to be more creative or wanting to put more home decor together in your house. I think that each one of us are created individually by God. Mm -hmm. I know that we are. And I will claim that. And um, you have a purpose. And I think it took me until I was, I'm 25 now, but I think I started realizing I was creative when I was 23, mm-hmm. 24. And I, there's so much more for me to learn, but I, I know, I just know how you feel. You feel lost and like that you have nothing to give, but my parents would have had to find somebody else to paint their house mm-hmm. there. You always have something to give that somebody else can't do. Like my yep. mom was talking about how terrible of a painter she was. Mm-hmm. And you just have, you have a gift for somebody that they don't have. Mm-hmm. So just remember that. And like, if you're on the logical side, Tim has done so much for me. <laughs> he has done so much by calming me down, calming the, the spinning, spiral tornado that i call my brain (laughs) so we are a perfect duo with logic and creative Mm -hmm. and we have seen the way our um, minds have been shaped throughout our childhood Mm -hmm. and it's just been fun seeing that and like just remembering what we did as kids and 
how we got here. But yeah, anything yeah. else you'd like to add, Tim Sanders? No, I would I would say if if you feel like you're in a creative like if you you feel like you're some sort of creative person that wants to pursue something, just heck and go for it. You just like, do it. Just, yeah, just grab it. Like That's for true. you, we just bought you a cricket. Yeah, right? we're just like okay, let's buy you one. <laughs> yeah. All right. And you <laughs> just started making yeah. videos. Yeah, we got okay, you. Fine. We got an office and yeah. We, and we didn't even, this isn't even an office. No, it's certainly, so that it is can, definitely, you may even hear the water running in the background yeah. on the sump pit. I don't know, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Yeah, but that is, that is a very good reminder. If Just try it. If you have some sort of itch for something like, uh, like Instagram, that was such a creative outlet for me and, uh, and all the different little businesses I started, they were just all creative outlets and not saying that you have to commit to anything. Mm-hmm. Probably commit more if you start a wedding sh- uh, dress shop. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you're definitely going to commit a little bit more there, yeah. I think. <laughs> but it takes a little bit more planning. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was very good. Very yeah. wise words. Just oh. start where you're at. And uh, we just wanted to encourage you guys Um from each one of our perspective yeah. on that. So this week, if you are not, if you don't have a hobby, if you were just gonna, I'm gonna issue a challenge. Okay, to yeah, them. this is great. If you don't have a hobby, if you feel like you're creative and and you you're not able to pursue it, if you, uh, I don't know, if you if you're just not happy in your job, let's just say that one too. Write write down what you want to do. A dream, craving, or desire that has been on the forefront of your mind. That is one of our questions from the marriage uh, journal, journal yeah. um, that we used to do weekly. <laughs> yeah, so we haven't we haven't done that because we finished yeah. it. So then we've we did fifty two weeks of it. But anyways, if there is a dream, craving, or desire on the forefront of your mind, write that down and talk to your husband about it. Talk to your boyfriend about it. Talk to your friends about it. Talk to the people in your life about it. And like actually speak it mm-hmm. and see like and don't be embarrassed by it because that was one of the things that I think that I I was very embarrassed by my wanting wanting to start everything mm-hmm. that I want to do and you were like uh, should I do this video game thing like yeah. this isn't very this is kind of lame like video games are kind of lame and uh, we you just have to go for yeah. it and like like we said we've never ever saw Tim getting a paycheck from YouTube. And yeah. here we are. Like, it's just crazy. And I, I mean, we just started a podcast just because we, just because we had to talk to each other. Yeah, <laughs> I know. This is the best way we talk to each other. And then we go silent the rest of the week. So <laughs> no. you guys get to hear the only conversation we have all week. It's crazy. <laughs> no, but say your challenge again and then we will leave. Okay. Write down exactly what you want to do. Where you, where, if you could have a dream, if you could be completing something or just mm-hmm. write down ideas. Mm-hmm. So like say, Hey, I feel kind of creative. I'm really good at writing or, mm-hmm. or I'm really good at drawing or I'm really good at I'm seeing these designs in my yeah. head. Get a cricket. Yeah. I don't know. Get a cricket, it's 10, very fun. 10 t-shirts and an iron. Yeah. There you it's, go. Honestly, that's one of the best things that we've done because it really scratches my itch to be creative. Yep. Um. So yeah, or, or like create a pick monkey account. I've done that. I've mm-hmm. I've sold invitations before. I've sold baby shower games before. Just do it, honestly. And a a really great podcast to listen to is the She Podcast by Jordan Lee Dooley. She talks. She's kind of a uh, what do you call it? A super entrepreneur. What do you call that? Uh, I have no idea. Superpreneur. 
No. I can't remember what it's It's called. It's all right. But she is an entrepreneur, and I listen to a podcast of hers that, like, just create different forms of income. Like, have all these different forms of income come in. And she talked about, like, writing a book in one. And... um having like stocks in another mm-hmm. all this stuff to have more backup than your first job mm-hmm. and then have a bunch of backups and like that's something that i had to also listen to permission for as well like mm-hmm. why can't i do that why can't i start an etsy shop why can't yeah. i do this why can't i start a beauty counter store you know so um there's just a lot of people are waiting for permission mm-hmm. so we are well, here to give you that and you know i i don't that we're, we're, I feel like we're just dragging this on, but I, it's okay. I don't, um, like, I don't care if you fail, right? In the sense that I want, I'd rather you try than you think about it all the time and like just feel like you're missing out because you, there are always a bajillion reasons not to do something. Yeah. And, uh, I would rather you get it out of your system. <laughs> like, it'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. Then be like, man, I just want to do, man, I just wish, and then just dream about uh-huh. it and never do anything about it. I, I think that that's silly. Well, our friends McKenna and Jacob, McKenna is a lot like me, and mm-hmm. we both think of stuff all the time, mm-hmm. and Jacob lets her open her stuff too. So she had a boutique once. She also has a photography photography business, but um, me and her were talking about something. I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, like how we were going to start something, and then Jacob goes, you guys just need to both talk to each other about these things so we don't have to spend a bunch of money and fail business. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was funny, but he's not. He's very supportive in helping McKenna um, start things Mm -hmm. too because she actually has a YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and um, she also does Instagram just like me. So um, we will link her below too so you guys can follow along with her. Um, They're a fun family to watch. But um, yeah, just get your creativity juices flowing this week. Write it down. Tell somebody about it. Get some support on it. Buy a cricket. Start a blog. Do drink something. A ra- drink a rain energy drink and just go for it. <laughs> and there's honestly not too much of anything because there is nothing new under the sun. Yeah. So you cannot... You. Everybody needs what you have. Mm-hmm. Somebody In needs some what you have. Yeah. So... Anyways, we hope this encouraged you in some way, shape, or form. Um, we we love hearing your feedback. Um, mm-hmm. Tim's gotten a few encouraging messages, and I have as well, from our uh, listeners. And don't forget to rate and follow us on iTunes um, and subscribe anywhere you download your podcast. Mm-hmm. We love hearing from you guys and love seeing the five-star reviews. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. We yep. are going to go tend to our little boys that are not taking naps right now. No, they certainly are not. I think uh, Rowan is, but I don't think Arrow is. Arrow, I don't think he's slept at all. Yeah, so we're going to go tickle him until he falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for listening again, and we will come back to you probably about in October. Yeah. Almost October. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. Have a good week. You guys have a good week. Bye. See ya.